Welcome, my beloved family. Welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. But right now, family, let us come together in his house today. have come into this house to gather in his name and worship him. Come on, let's worship We have come into this house to gather in his name and worship him. We have come into this house to gather in his name and worship Yahusha. Oh, worship him. Yahusha called Jesus. have come into this house to gather in his name and worship him. Oh, we love you. We love you. We have come into this house to gather in his name and worship him. to this house to gather in his name and worship Yahushah oh worship him Yahushah son of Yah come on let's just, just forget about everything so for forget about yourself mm -hmm. and concentrate on him and worship him just put your mind on him so for get about yourself and concentrate on him oh and worship him So forget about yourself, just concentrate on him and worship Yahushah. Oh, let's worship him, Yahushah called Jesus. Let us lift up righteous hands to magnify his name 
and worship Him. Come on, lift up your hands. Let us lift up righteous hands and magnify His name. Let us worship Him. up righteous hands let's magnify his name and worship oh worship him Yahusha son of Yah oh let us worship him. Let us worship him. Oh, can we wor worship him? Yahusha call Jesus. They call him Jesus. They call him Jesus. I call him Yahusha. Oh, I want to worship my, my Savior. Yahusha son of Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. 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 Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he wonderful? We have come together. Yes, we have gathered in his house. You know, we are his house. We are the temple. Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, Father Yah, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time, this moment with your chosen few. Thank you that you kept us through the night. You kept us through the day. That's the reason we're able to be here today where I can speak to them and they can listen to because you kept us. Forgive us that we take so much for granted. We go to bed at night thinking we're going to wake up tomorrow. We don't even anticipate there's a possibility that we could die in our sleep. But I just want to thank you now, Father. I want to repent for taking any things for granted. We should not take one breath or one heartbeat for granted. It's your goodness. It's your mercy. It's your gift, your favor that they call grace that we woke up today. And Father, I pray. Uh, I pray and I thank you for your root, Kadush, your spirit being with me to teach, to minister this really serious and maybe sort of touchy subject of the cross. But I know you're with me and I believe I'm led to do it and led to do this. And even right now, you know when I'm, when I'm nervous about teaching things that's killing sacred cows of Christians, so to speak, you know I get a little nervous. But I say whatever you want me to say, I say. Whatever you want me to do, I do. Wherever you want me to go, I go. Wherever you want me to stay, I stay. And I just invite you. I know you're here. You never leave us. I don't have to ask you to come. We don't ever ask, have to ask you to come or go be with us because you said, I am there with you and I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'm just cordially, personally inviting you to be the guest of honor. You, Father Yah, you, Savior, Yahusha, and you, precious, our comforter, set-apart spirit, Holy Spirit, Ruk Kadush, we invite you. You are the teacher, not me. I am the instrument and the vessel. So I open myself up to you. 
to be used. And I give you these wonderful listeners today. Have your way with us today. Baba Yahuwah, Father Yah, the, you who most called Jehovah, uh, the Lord, our God. Have your way, Baba Yah, and let your will be done. For I know it's good. In the name above all names, which is Yah, Yahusha, he who's called Jesus today. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. All right, beloved family, my family and friends, you chosen few. Let's get down to business. All right. I always like to have a little nice music with us. Don't you like it? I hope so. <laughs> Today, let me get excited here. Part. This is part one of a two-part message. And the part one is take up your cross. Take up your cross. Beloved, do we have a cross to bear? In the scripture it says, take up your cross and follow me. My question is, why would we have a cross? Don't we sing and say, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Well, did he or didn't he? This is my question. What cross do we have to bear? Well, he paid for all of our sins, right? Let me put my glasses on here. He paid for all of our sins. He healed our sicknesses and diseases. You know, by his stripes we were healed. Once another said, by his stripes we are healed. He took the curse upon himself for us so that we could be curseless. He let that curse come upon him. And it says he became poor so that we can become rich. What else is there to do? What else is there for us to do except follow him? What we're supposed to do is pull up stake, not take up your cross, pull up stake, pack up, drop everything leaving all that we cherish and follow him. It, it seems to me that if we still have a cross to bear, then what our precious, all-powerful, beloved Savior, salvation, Yahusha the Messiah, more famously known as Jesus, did for us wasn't good enough. Or it was all for nothing. Yah forbid, or if you prefer, God forbid. Now, beloved brothers and sisters, I know a cross to bear is an idiom used for many things. But I ask, 
if this is considered to be sacred, to be a sacred holy thing to do, take up your cross, why why isn't it treated as though as such? For instance, this is this is an example I found on the internet. This is what they for a, a cross to bear. A burden or trial one must put up with, as in Alzheimer's, is a cross to bear for the whole family. Or, in a lighter vein, mowing that huge lawn once a week is Brad's cross to bear. Now this is, there were other examples I just didn't even write down. Now, it says this phrase eludes to the cross carried by Jesus to his crucifixion. I'm reading what I found, and I took the liberty to um, write the definition of eludes. Eludes is suggest or call attention to indirectly, hint to hint at, mention without discussing at length. Again, if the cross is so important to Christians, why is it used in a way made to look not so important? That's all I'm asking. Don't you think that's making light of or belittling what our Savior and Redeemer did by using it as an idiom? You know, there are people that say, their sin, what they call it, their weakness, their sin is their cross to bear. Beloved Christians, if the cross is so important to Christians, why is it used in a way made to look not so important? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Now, and what does a cross to bear mean in the Bible? Here's what I found while researching. Beloved, do you know in the Greek, in my Strong's Concordance, cross, which is um, the Greek word staros, S-T-A-U-R-O-S, I guess I'm saying it right, staros, or staros, staros, is de it is defined as stake or post. Cross is defined as stake, pull up stake, or post as set upright and our pole and then it has a cross that's they inserted cross but it was stake okay again in Greek in the Strong's Concordant cross is defined as stake or post as set upright or pole I want to ask you beloved we're supposed to take up our cross, take up our burdens by him. In Matthew, didn't he say, take my yoke upon you? Didn't he say that? Let's read some scripture. Let's start with reading Matthew, Matit Yahu, in Hebrew, in Ibri, 1038. This is the King James Version. And he that taketh not his cross 
and followeth after me is not worthy of me. Now, that's how it's written. Listen to it this way. And he that does not pull up stake and follow after me is not worthy of me. Now let's go to Matit Yahoo, Matthew 11, 29, 30. 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So he's telling us to take his, to take his yoke upon us because he took ours. His is light. Ours was heavy, too heavy for us to bear. So he took it. He took it. So now he said, take, you know, take my yoke, you know, and you, you'll find rest because mine is easy and my burden is light. But when he took our yoke and our burden upon him, that cost him his life to be beaten, abused, crucified, executed, murdered placed in the tomb, in the grave, three days and three nights, three days and three nights, not two days, two nights, and then resurrected. His yoke for us is much easier. So, I, again, what cross do we have to bear? Let's go on to Matit Yahu, Matthew 16, 24, 26. Then said Yahusha, Bible says Jesus, unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Let him deny himself and pull up stake and follow me. 25. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever, whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Now, as we're reading this, does, does that make sense to you? I'm, I'm just asking. You, you, you decide. I'm giving you food for thought and something more to think about. Take up your cross and, and follow him or pull up stake and follow him. Drop everything, leave home, whatever you got to do and follow me wherever he tells you to go. If he tells you stay there, that's following him. If he says, come with me, follow him. Let's read um, Lucas, Luke 9, 23. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Take up his cross daily. So we got a cross every day to bear. Hmm? Or pull up stake daily and follow me. Go to, go to where I send you. Do help the poor. Get, help the widows. You know, feed the hungry. Follow me. 
you know, drop what you're doing and follow me. Do as I did. Okay. Just giving you what's in my heart and what's been put in me. I can only give you what was given to me. What's in me. You know, I can't give you what somebody else has given. Only what's been given to me. Let's read Lucas, Luke 14, 27. And whosoever do not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. <sighs> Didn't our Father and Creator, Savior and King cover us? Didn't he? But first, before I go to there, I'll read that Luke 14 and 27 again. Whosoever do not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Or listen to it this way, beloved. Whosoever does not pull up stake, pack up everything and follow me and come after me cannot be my disciple. Does that make a little more sense to you? I mean, I'm asking this, not a rhetorical question, is asking you. Does that make sense? And whosoever that does not pull up stake and leave everything and come after me cannot be my disciple. Because I was saying, as I was saying a little earlier, didn't our Father and Creator and Savior and King cover us? So, I mean, to where we shouldn't have to have a cross to bear? Let's read and find out. And you judge. Chosen few, you judge. Let's read 1 Corinthians 10. 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But Yah, Bible says, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. I mean, this here he said he's given you a way out. He's a way out where you don't have to be burdened down. And you know, but I, I want you to listen to it when I read it in the amplified version. It is much, much clearer. Okay, listen to it. This is still first Corinthians 10 13. No temptation regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience. Nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. I'll read that again. Nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But Yahuwah, Bible says, but God is faithful to his word. He is compassionate and trustworthy, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist. You hear that? He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability to resist. He's not going to block and stop everything, but he's given us the power to resist. What is it? Submit yourself unto Yah, or you may say to God, resist the devil and he will flee. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability ability to resist but 
along with the temptation he has in the past and is now and will always provide the way out as well so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. Without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. It sounds to me that our so-called cross was taken care of. It was taken care of on Calvary, in that tomb. It was bore on the back of our Savior. How, this is me, beloved, how dare we say we still have a cross to bear? And I, it's, it's such an, an idiom. Oh, Oh, well, yeah, I know I eat too much and gain weight. That's my cross to bear. Oh, come on. We take, man has taken so many things and just, just, I say disrespect so many things. I mean, look at, you know, you know, I love my little dogs, right? (laughs) But what do we do? What does man say? Dog is a man's best friend. And I've even had some people, uh, even even a pastor, is like, yeah, because he thought it was going to be, I was going to like it because he, they know I love my animals. I love my little dog. I, I've even had people say they wish they were my dog because I treat him so good, right? And he was talking about the goodness of it. He says, well, you know, uh, God is just dog written backwards. Uh, I looked at him. I said, how can you put those in, in the, compare the dog? Oh, and he was talking about how faithful a dog is. A dog will, is faithful to you, just like God is faithful to you. I could not believe he was putting that in the same, a comparison with the faithfulness of a dog and of our father. And he was upset with me, needless to say, because I wasn't happy with him. You know, I think that's, I mean, to me, that's blasphemy. How? Is he righteous? And they say, oh, he's holy. He's the holy of holies. Well, don't gun it, act like it. Treat him like that. You know, holy is, um, in the original scripture, is set apart. Set apart, righteous. He's so worthy of the best we could give him, beloved. You do not have a cross to bear. I do not have a cross to bear. No one does. He paid for all of our sins. He healed our sicknesses and diseases. He took the curse upon himself, became a curse for us, so that we could be curseless. He even became poor. He was poor in spirit. He he didn't go in his grandeur so that we could become rich, rich in his mercy, rich in his favor. You know, and he wants us to be financially blessed. Yes, he's not against us being prosperous, being rich. 
He's not saying people think being poor uh, magnifies, glorifies him. That's not what he's saying. He just doesn't want riches to be put over him. But do you see? Just recap it. If he did everything, what else is there for us to do? I repeat, nothing except to follow him. What we're supposed to do is pull up stake, not take up your cross, pack up everything, not take up your cross, drop everything, not take up your cross, leaving all that you cherish and follow him. Let's not make light of all that he did. He loves you so much. He loves me so much. He loves us so much. And he's disrespected by the unbelievers, the, the infidels and the, 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 those who don't believe and those that worship other their, their gods or their idols. Why do we help? Why do Christians help them? Or why do um, the called out assembly, why help them? No one has ever done what he did for us and no one is going to, no one can. He was the only one that could because he's the only one that was pure and righteous through and through, spotless and was in human flesh. Went through all the temptation that we went through. You know, being hurt like we were, feeling discouraged, even knowing what, fe what, what fear felt like. Disappointment. He got hungry. He got cold. He got weary. And he did it all for us because he left glory. He left where he was perfect and ruled. I mean, he, ah, he is the word of Yah. He is the word and Yah. The word was with Yah and the word was Yah. It's him. Oh, he's worthy, 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 worthy. And you know, I want to spend the rest of my life that I have left I, you know, was defending. I know he doesn't need defending, but I mean, acknowledging him. I guess in a way it's like defending, you know, like what he said, you know, to get people to stop blaming him for what he did not do and for people to see him and treat him as awesome as he is, not like he's the next door neighbor and the guy down the street. Well, God know me. He made me. He know. I, you know. I. He know. I got desires. You know. I'm in this flesh. I had someone say that to me. <laughs> and, rem and remember, you are not just flesh and blood. You are not flesh and blood. We are not flesh and blood. We are a spirit. We have a soul. Our mind. Our brains. Our intellect. Our emotions. Our feelings. Our thoughts. And we live in a body. A dirt body, the flesh. Never ever can you say, well, I'm just f flesh and blood and use that as an excuse because that's a lie. 
your flesh and blood is going to one day rot and go back into the dust, dirt where it came from, but your spirit is going to go back to the Father. All right. Oh, beloved, thank you. Um, I'm going to end here and be prepared to, to listen to part two. And part two of this podcast is titled Lifting Him Up. Now, we had a cross. We had a, what about a cross to bear. Do we have a cross to bear? Now, lifting him up. Should we lift him up? All right, beloved, thank you for joining me here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we try our best to give you food for thought and something more to think about. We are Baruch, blissed by you, the chosen few that Yah has chosen to be a part of this podcast. All right, beloved. Um, I'll see you on part two. Well, I'll hear you. <laughs> no, you will hear me on part two. So until we meet again, yeah, willing, of course. Shalom. Don't forget to join me in part two, beloved.